0: Good morning, America, and all of our fine little subscribers out there. It's time for View from Military Mind. It's January 28th, 2023, 10 o'clock in the morning central time. I'd like to welcome you. Views and opinions about world and national events from the minds of two military veterans that, with insight that's been molded by years of commitment and sacrifice, defending the American way of life and our freedoms unfiltered unedited and certainly not pc i'm your host terry mills and
1: adam hackler
0: and we're here to bring you what is from our military minds and how we th- feel about things that are going on um a little banner opening up this morning uh as you can see in the show uh, across the bottom we've got a little bit of a ticker going on across there it gives you some of the headlines and things that are going on so just um kind of look through there if you have any questions pop them up to us on facebook or uh any of those that are coming out Uh, facebook instagram youtube twitter Uh, we are on those so uh, let us know what's going on Uh, give us your questions give us your ideas Uh, we'd love to be able to answer those as soon as we start seeing the feed come on some of our other places uh, because we do try to watch uh what we've got going on out there, um, but yeah, um, like to see what's going on. Oh, that's nice. It's telling me that feature isn't available to me, which is BS.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, how about that mess? It
1: technology. is technology.
0: Yeah, we d- we just love technology, <laughs> but we know it's uh all yeah, right. Anyway, you just have to forgive us because we're we're playing silly games with our computer. We don't have an engineer today. Uh, she she's not feeling well. She's kind of out of pocket. So uh, to my dear Kindley out there, I hope you get to feeling better. Uh, enjoy your breakfast. I still think she's faking it. Uh, well, you'll have to tell her that when you see her. <laughs> <laughs> but what can I say? Um, so, Adam... Things have been going on lately. Uh, We've had a a couple of weeks. I mean, you were off, uh, had to take care of some medical issues. You had a birthday weekend on top of it. uh, Shouted you out. Wished you a happy birthday. Hope that all went well with you.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw that. Thank you.
0: you. Yeah, I mean, we we try to take care of each other. Um, What have you seen during the week that's kind of like making
1: you go, what? (laughs) So, essentially, um, what I've seen that's made me go, what is Basically, anything you see involving these classified documents and that whole situation, there are more questions being created than there are questions being answered. This
0: is true. This is true. And fortunately, the, uh, our first segment, we're going to get deep into those classified documents, some more information you found out. Um, I do know you spoke to me You that you talked to a, a, a known person Uh, military intelligence specialist uh, that we are are both uh, familiar with. So we got some good information there, some uh, truthful information. So I'm looking forward to hearing on that. Uh, One of the things that's really driving me crazy right now, and it's been happening, uh, is this Atlanta Cop City thing that's going on uh, in Atlanta. Now, they're wanting to build a training center, which if you've ever seen the the Georgia State Police Training Center, it's kind of run down. It's getting a little old. They want to build a new one. Unfortunately, we got a bunch of these activists that are out there, and unfortunately, last weekend they went to go to try to run them out. One of the activists pulled a gun on the state trooper and shot him. Now they're raising hell because this guy's, you know, got shot,
1: and they're rioting over it. So what would what did they think was going to be the return action? You're supposed to have a peaceful a peaceful protest, emphasis on peaceful. And not just this this protest, but just protests in general.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Everybody claims, well, it's a, it's a peaceful protest, but there's always that one idiot in the crowd who acts off impulse and decides to take things to the extremes. And in this instance, this guy shoots at <clears throat> the officers and then gets shot back. Uh-huh. What the hell did
0: they think was going to happen? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he shot the, the, the state trooper in the stomach. <laughs> and state trooper, you know, of course, the other officers around him are going to respond. Yeah. It's just like us going into a combat situation. I am not going to stand there and try to negotiate with you and say, you know, that's not right there, Billy, for having that gun and shooting at me. I'm going to kill you for shooting at me.
1: Yeah, what I mean, do they expect that, that poor officer, I uh, hope
0: you know. Uh... The last I heard, he's doing pretty good. He's going to recover.
1: Good. Uh, but did they expect him to get shot in the stomach and go, oh, hey, now, come on. We're not supposed to do that. Now, the
0: the expectation of some of these people, uh, especially these protesters, and it, it's come out uh, from Atlanta, a lot of these protesters that are violent aren't even from Georgia. They're from out of state that come in there. They've occupied the property. They've built tree houses to sleep in. But, what do Three you houses. think is gonna? Yeah, they're living in the freaking trees. Um, if you try to occupy my part, my property, me personally, I'm kind of probably gonna be a little bit more violent than the cops were initially.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: they were just trying to remove people that were trespassing. Okay, you can protest peacefully, mm-hmm. but you don't occupy property, you don't destroy property.
1: Hey, you damn sure don't shoot somebody.
0: Yeah, you you definitely don't shoot at somebody because guess what? We're going to
1: retaliate and shoot back at you. And then turn around and 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 say, "Oh, that was uncalled for." Uh, it, common sense says, if you shoot at me, I'm shooting back. Yeah, that's how we communicate now.
0: <laughs> Especially in that situation, you've just committed yourself to a violent act, and, and all these bleeding heart bleeding hearts out here that, oh well, you know it. It has to do with you know uh, the, the cops overstepping and abuse of power and you know they're assaulting on a, a, a poor black. No, stop. You know don't give me stupid, stupid things like that. You're you're doing nothing but spewing the mainstream media's tagline for all this crap. This individual, uh, Manuel Estefan Pez Taran. Uh, That's all he's known as is an activist. And he's a violent activist. That's not the first time he's damaged things. He's not a peaceful protester. Look, folks, if you want to walk in front of my house and peacefully protest, carrying signs and hollering and all that good stuff, more power to you. Rock on out. Don't try to get on my property. Don't try to destroy the property. And damn sure don't shoot at me when I ask you to leave my property. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's the same thing that happened here. The officers are doing their duty to remove people that have trespassed and then one of them shoots at him. Now, nobody else was shot. Nobody else was injured. Just the state trooper and this idiot was killed. Okay. It, to me, it's about like taking the morning labels off of things, let Mother Nature do her, her duties. Darwinism. Yeah, Darwinism.
1: Uh,
0: exactly. Exactly. Now, the biggest thing that's coming out of this Governor Kemp has activated the National Guard to help with all this rioting that's going on over this cop city and now with the Tyree Nichols issue where he was beat to death in Memphis by five cops. Now, my opinion on that one, fry those cops. This shit, I, I, it was very difficult to watch the videos that have just come out in the past 48 hours. Mm-hmm. It, what they did was uncalled for. And still to this to this very minute, I have not been given any kind of justification for why they did this to this man. There was no justification for the stop. There was no justification for the amount of bodily harm they committed on this man. He was trying to be compliant. Uh, of course you're going to curl up every time you're kicked in the ribs or you're hit with a baton or you're sprayed with mace.
1: Or punched in the face repeatedly yeah. while being held.
0: Yeah, you're going to. Yeah, you're going to try to defend yourself to keep from getting additional bodily harm. Uh, and people will say, well, what do you know about what all is going on? Look, I spent years in law enforcement. I spent years in the military. Both sides of it teach you excessive, you know, ex- what excessive force is. They teach you the escalation of force. These guys didn't even use the standard for escalation of force. They just went from stop to boom, yep. and they killed the man. I agree These five officers with being fired, stripped of their powers, stripped of the badge. I mean, they have tarnished the badges and the reputations of any good cop that's out there.
1: It's cops like that is the reason why
0: we have the problems we have today. And it doesn't matter their race, creed, color, whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You're going to have some bad apples. And these guys, these five cops, exemplified the bad side of things they're a minority group of cops, bad cops, but they're the ones that the mainstream media sees the most. Now they've amped everybody up. Now everybody wants to go protest, tear things up.
1: That's not the answer. Which see that, <clears throat> that doesn't make sense to me it is when people react. in in this, this, um, this type of way, uh, so, their answer is to go destroy property that is owned by probably somebody who has nothing to do with the situation. Mm-hmm. They go destroy businesses, they they innocent bystanders are are getting hurt, you know and, and that never makes any sense. and then they turn around and wonder why there's always violence.
0: Wonder why they're always in trouble?
1: Yeah, uh, well, gee, I wonder, you know. You know,
0: the race, the whole race issue needs to be just totally ignored when it comes down to this idiocy. I don't care if you're black, white, purple, green, or red, or uh, purple stripes running up your back with a a yellow crosshatch. If you're committing violence to try to get your point across, you're not getting a point across. You're a criminal. You're committing violence. Mm -hmm. You are now creating committing a criminal act and you need to go to jail. That's the way our laws are. That's the way this country is. That's what's made us the greatest country in the world. We have laws to stop people from doing stupid things like this. Unfortunately, we have liberal administrations. Is like, no, 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 no. It's okay. They're just, they're peaceful po- protesters. What the fuck is peaceful about firebombing somebody else's car or their business that had nothing to do with what occurred?
1: Not a damn thing. Okay.
0: It, it, it makes no sense to me. We will coddle a criminal mm-hmm. before we will protect the people that have done nothing wrong. Absolutely. <clears throat> um it, I worked in the prison system for a while. And we had, you know, federal, state, county, city prisoners. Mm-hmm. Those prisoners had more rights inside that, that jail or that prison than the officers and the people on the outside. You know I could not lay my hand, even though a prisoner was acting violently. I had to make sure I was recorded. I had sufficient backup before I could use any means of force whatsoever any means so that guy could throw a punch at me and make contact now i've got to go and use the escalation of force standard and i've also got to back up and see if i can get some additional personnel and sometimes permission
1: yeah that there's a flaw a bunch of flaws in in that that whole that protocol right there no. if a guy Punches you in the face. Inmate punches you in the face. He obviously has the intent to cause physical harm.
0: Right. He's going to try to do bodily harm.
1: Anybody who has gotten their ass whipped uh, inside, outside of prison, no matter what.
0: Is going to defend yourself.
1: It Well, that and they understand. We understand because I've gotten my butt handed to me a couple times. You don't have enough time to go do all that.
0: No, because by that point in time, when you're going to get this these permissions,
1: it's already escalated, and
0: they've had time to prepare for further
2: mm-hmm. violent
0: acts. They've gotten their backups within the, the cell, uh, cell group or in the, the pod or whatever it is. <clears throat> the same thing applies on the outside with these protesters. A lot of them already are criminal elements. Mm-hmm. Despite what the mainstream media tells us, which, you know, it is so funny. People say, well, you don't like CNN. You're right. I haven't liked CNN since they first came on the street back in the seven late 70s, early 80s. I don't remember. That. I have. You weren't around. Yeah. Um, I have never trusted them. At one time, they were banned from covering anything military-wise. I can see that. So, and then Ted Turner had them. He had a good idea coming up. It went bad when he left it. So, but you know, I digress a little bit here or something. It's totally off topic. But um, the mainstream media, whether it be a CNN, MSNBC, uh, CBS, whatever you want to call it, are spreading a narrative that we have to coddle these people. That they have more rice than the common American citizen has. The one that works every day. They want to distribute our wealth. Our government wants to try to start distributing our wealth.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they f- help feed this line. It's crazy. Uh, it makes you want to lose your mind.
1: For some of us, it's already happened.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you got to have something to lose first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. But those are the kind of topics with just a little bit of open banner. Yet. What else you got? No.
1: Uh well, so
0: other than the topic you're going in the next segment, yeah.
1: Besides that whole thing, to kind of go along with the the protests and and um, shooters and things. So a big a big push, as we all know, is every time something like this happens, there's always a big push for gun control.
0: Oh my God! Yes,
1: and for some odd reason, uh. Those that are pushing gun control seem to assume that criminals are all of a sudden going to abide by these policies. A criminal is known for not caring about already set rules, laws, policies, whatever. So what in the world makes you think that a shooter with the intent to kill or harm is going to show up somewhere where there's a sign saying gun-free zone. And they're going to turn around and go, oh, well, I guess can't do that here.
0: And it's been proven. Gun-free zones don't work. Yeah. There's more shootings happening in gun-free zones than a lot of other places.
1: Yep. Because a lot of the law-abiding citizens are exactly that. They're abiding by the the law. Gun-free zone. So when a criminal who again I want to reiterate does not care about a law, hence why they're a criminal, they're going to show up armed. They yeah. don't they don't they can give two craps less yeah. about about that sign.
0: Yeah. And it's funny. Now, I'm a concealed carry person. Mm-hmm. I have a permit. I can go to other states that have reciprocity with Alabama and I can carry concealed. Now, there's a lot of places I can carry that weapon in that people cannot open carry a weapon. But I respect the laws that are in place that say, look, we really don't want that weapon in here. You're not going to find me carrying it on a school ground. I'm not going to carry it in a church unless requested to by that congregation or the minister or priest or whatever's in there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I'm not going to carry it in a bar. That's just not going to happen. That's a bad mix. Yeah, that, that's a bad move unless I'm in there to get somebody out staying, you know, I'm not going to imbibe an alcoholic beverage, go in there, remove the person that I'm coming to get, and move on my way. I'm not going to go there and sit and drink a beer with a weapon on me. That's stupid on my part. Somebody will challenge me, mm-hmm. okay? And it's against the law. You cannot conceal carry a weapon while partaking of alcoholic beverages. 99.9% of the people who are legally carrying concealed abide by those laws nowhere have I ever seen that a criminal was able to go in and get his concealed carry permit, being nice Joe Blow, and then he obeys all the laws. First off, he can give a shit a about that permit. He's going to conceal carry and he's going to commit a criminal act with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so all you yahoos out there screaming and hollering, we need more gun control. No, you don't. We need to enforce the laws that are currently on the books and quit slapping them on hand. Hey, New York, your criminal ship, your criminal enterprise just increased tenfold with the ignorant little, you know, bail thing that you've done. And you slap them on a hand and tell them no, no. And out the door, they go, I get better response of a cat or a dog by smacking them on the nose with a newspaper. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: They don't like that. Criminals don't care. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did want to touch back on, I forgot to, we, we touched it, but I didn't get into it intense. Um, Mm -hmm. We're talking about Georgia and Cop City. Now, Governor Kemp, as I mentioned earlier, activated the National Guard. Oh, my God, Reddit. Now, who out there – have you ever looked at Reddit?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What's your opinion of Reddit?
1: I don't get on there very often. If I do, it's always for something stupid, but I, it's definitely not my – I don't go on there for a source of serious information. If I'm researching something, I'll put it that way. <coughs>
0: These people have blown Reddit up uh, complaining about the employment of the National Guard to assist law enforcement with all these protests and stuff, especially with this weekend with the Tyree Nichols issue. Now, he put it in there to help them control the protests over Cop City mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, let me inform you of something here. As a National Guardsman, it is your duty... First, to protect your state and your locality. You serve at the behest of the governor. You volunteered to do that. Very rarely, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but very rarely, do you find a criminal element in any kind of military service, whether it's going to be National Guard, Reserves, or active duty. Now, we have had an influx of some criminal element into the branches of service because we were trying to get warm bodies for our 20-year fiasco. But don't go out there attempting to injure, undermine, cajole, assault, whatever you want to do to these National Guardsmen. Number one, they're probably the kid or the husband or the father or the brother that lives right down the street from you. Okay. Number two, he's going to do his duty. If he is a military policeman, if he is somebody that is sworn to uphold the laws, he's been deputized or whatever it is that he may be, because I'm not fully aware of the the um, the authorizations for the National Guard in Georgia. But if they're guarding something there, you can I can promise you, if you are stupid enough to try to go up against him while he's doing his duty he is going to use the level of force required to eliminate or dispel the threat. That's what we're trained to do. That's our fucking job. Yep. Okay? When you put yourself in that kind of situation, trying to assault a military member who defends your rights to be stupid, he will treat you just like any other aggressor. Okay? If you commit a terrorist act, he has sworn to protect this nation and its peoples against all threats, foreign and domestic, all enemies, foreign and domestic. If you commit a terrorist act, you've now become yourself a domestic terrorist, and he has every right to do what he needs to do to eliminate the threat.
1: Not just every right, but he has That's an his ob- duty. obligation duty,
0: do Yeah, he has an obligation to do that. So don't go out there acting stupid and then blame it on the guardsman. Same way you don't go out there acting stupid and blame it on the cop when he eliminates or reduces the threat. If you want to go out there and protest, do so. You want to scream and holler till you're blue in the face, do so. You want to carry signs, do so. The first time you commit a criminal act, don't come crying to me or anybody else because you got your ass whipped. Or worse yet, your family needs to get their head out of the fifth point of contact. Don't go crying to people because their little boy who assaulted an officer or a National Guardsman got his ass whipped, or God forbid, got himself killed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Wake the fuck up. Quit bleeding, being bleeding hearts and patting these assholes on the back. You know, there's a reason they call it peaceful demonstrations. It's allowed by our laws. It's allowed by regulation. It's allowed by our constitution under freedom of speech. Yep. But nowhere in it, in there, does it say in the process of your exercise of freedom of speech, are you all allowed to inj- injure or kill other people?
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't say. Hey, the right to assemble and the right to free speech, as long as you set a random car on fire or bust a window of a local business and start taking all of their stuff, that's the exact opposite yeah. of what they intended.
0: Exactly. And if you're not sure what, what we're talking about, get your head out of your fifth point of contact and go study the Constitution. Don't tell me, you, oh, I can't find it. The Constitution is all over the place. I'm sure somebody would be more than happy to provide you with a copy, a small one you can carry in your pocket and flip it out, look at pages of it every once in a while, the Constitution and your Bill of Rights. Okay? If you can't read, I'm sure there's somebody out there that will read it for you. So, please, don't give me BS excuses. It's not made to be interpreted to the current lifestyle. It is written the way it's written. Period. So, all right, we're getting ready to go into our next segment here because we, I mean, I'm actually having a good time with this one this morning. It, it's not like you know we had the first time you were on, where you were more like um, the mannequin in the corner. Yeah, you
1: know, just kind of post up. <coughs> yeah. No. In my throat every five seconds.
0: Yeah, like, um, hmm. <laughs> but I do want to make a couple of shout outs here. Some, uh, some great people have sent uh, some messages into us, and I'll, I'll get Adam's response here. To the young lady that's called London Lover. That wanted to be Adam's baby mama. Uh, I really appreciate you writing to us, but I don't see Adam doing that. Uh, He's not what you call a world traveler or world lover.
1: Uh, I'm also a happily married man. (laughs) Uh, (coughs) That
0: (laughs) now I knew I'd get you flustered with this one.
1: It's flattering, but it will not happen. Um, that's no dig against uh, at you personally. That's just I am a very happily married man. Shout out to my wife, Melissa. And I'm not saying that just because I think she's going to watch the show. I'm saying that honest truth. Um <clears throat> But I just I thought it was I in
0: all the time I've been doing this show now for five years. Um, this is our fifth season, so almost five years, and I've never had anybody either offer anything like that, even my other guests. And it, so for everybody to know out here, Adam is a permanent part of the show now, and we're talking about adding more um, personnel on. But to, to have somebody actually offer to have one of the people on the show's baby that just threw me for a loop. So, uh, Sheffield, England. Uh, I, I hope this is not the standard in your city, but, uh, we really appreciate the kudos and the, the love being shown there. <laughs> let's just, let's just keep it, uh, quelled down. Um, that was just amazing. Aaron Maris, uh, in Romania, a good friend of mine. Thank you, Aaron, for watching the show. And I hope y'all bring some more on, um, and get everyone to to come in and hey, send us your comments and stuff on our Facebook page from view from military mind. Uh, we're also on Patreon. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. Uh, you can write to us at VF 2020 at gmail.com. Uh, we're trying to reestablish our website. So you can go on there and you know ask questions direct. We do have one on WordPress look up via view from military mind on WordPress. Excuse me. Water's reacting badly here. Yeah, right over there? Uh, I might die later. <laughs> wrong, <man>. What?
1: <laughs> it sounds like someone's somewhere, about to crawl out of your stomach. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, 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 Lord. But, um, yeah, we would love to hear more from you. We want more input from uh, the people out there for our show. Um, go ahead.
1: So absolutely. I would love to hear from you guys. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, it gives us somebody besides each other to interact with. I mean, yeah, we can come up with all kinds of ideas, and hopefully he'll start bringing out the humor a little bit more. But we would like to hear some of the stuff that you guys are thinking about. What's your opinions? And it doesn't matter if you're left, right, center. As long as you don't come at us with some kind of a conspiracy theory that's got no basis to it, don't give us that, because we're going to look at you and we're going to make fun of you. Okay. Uh, Which I've got a few of those that I thought about, but they're a little way out there.
1: And also no offers to have any of my offspring. I yeah. already have two children. Yeah. That is more than enough.
0: <laughs> if you've met his two offspring, you understand why. <laughs> um they're just like Adam.
1: And I love you kids, by the way. <laughs> Jordan and Kaylee.
0: <laughs> He's covering his bases here. You know this. Because <laughs> they will they will get him. Um great shout out to also to um Rich Ashton, moving it right. A lot of you know I've been on Moving It Right as a co-host. Uh, I've been on there. It is a strictly political, conservative political viewpoint show. Uh, he has it on there Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Rich is a great dude. He's got some good insights. He's steadfast in his support uh, of the conservative movement. Um, so, if you get a chance to, that's your uh, and that's your type of lean. Uh, by all means, check out Moving It Right. Uh, you can find him on Facebook, uh, Moving It Right with Rich Ashton, and that's Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 Central. Great man to listen to. He always invites um, uh, participation by his viewers, just like we do here. And uh, who knows? I-, I may get a chance to be back on there with Rich again. Uh, I'm going to try to get Rich on here on the show with me and Adam. Uh, and we can have a three way banner going on. And no, we're not going to have a menage à toi. Uh, although Richard might get a little excited over that, but no, we're not yeah. going to do that. Uh, but Rich, a shout out to you. You're a great friend, great man, great mentor. Um, and I'll call you soon. So going into our next second, in, into our. Uh, boy, I can't speak plain for spluttering today here, Bubba. Deep breath. <laughs> I need oxygen. <laughs> Adam, this is your segment. Uh, this is on the Biden classified documents again, but we're going a little bit more in depth. And you've kind of taken a, a really sharp lead on this. Uh, as I mentioned earlier uh,
2: at the top of the show, that uh, you've actually had. storage of uh, regulations like it's what have you found? Okay, so... <laughs> the situation with classified information
1: being not everywhere has started to raise questions on that basis alone. But my biggest concern right now is with our current I'm not. I'm not defending anybody previous to him, but he's the current president now. So my biggest biggest concerns, uh, uh, is Paul Joe admitting that he has these classified documents they should not have been, and him turning around and publicly saying, "Well, I don't care." You should care. Yeah, but we he care. He also said that he classified documents very seriously. Yeah, uh, I do there, bud. Having them in low. So classified documents are supposed to be kept in something called a SCIF. Well, then let's clarify that uh, because it
0: three different levels. Mm-hmm. And in those three levels, there's different requirements for sec- for containment and securement right top secret and top secret special co- uh, compartmentalized information is if required exactly whereas secret can be put in a secret vault in your office under double lock and confidential can be put in a confidential cabinet
1: right They cannot be none of those can be put in a box next to your 67 corvette <laughs> no in, true in your garage um uh, Garage definitely does not count uh, as a skiff or a secured area, especially when there's no Secret Service present around there. Um, <clears throat> a few questions that I have, and I'm sure some some of you may agree, may have the same questions. And I invite you, uh, any questions or any opinions you have on this, please please bring them forward. But so <clears throat> the lawyers, his personal lawyers go to retrieve said information, these documents that they just so happened to stumble upon. First question is who, who decided what prompted them to say, Hey, go, go look through all these documents, not just at his house in Delaware, but the, um, what is it? Penn Biden, uh,
0: yeah, the Biden Penn Center. Yeah,
1: uh, Biden Penn Center. So, for what I understand, those documents there were, or Penn
0: Biden, I'm not—I can't remember which way the acronym. Anyway,
1: were just in a little locked up uh, filing cabinet, basically.
0: Yeah, if I remember right, it said we're in a closet, yeah, in a cabinet,
1: and, and it's in, it. It doesn't seem like there's um, tight security on there, which is not surprising.
0: Well, the ba- the building had not been used in almost three years. Yeah. So a, a, that lends a question of who the hell was watching this?
1: Yep. That is one of my questions right there. Also, uh, so he has no regrets, as he as he put it, no regrets about this. Either he literally does not have any regrets or he doesn't understand the full severity of the possibilities of consequences stemming from irresponsibly handling classified documents.
0: Yeah, because in all reality, if we had the wherewithal in Congress and the Senate, which we don't, uh, now the House, they may might be able to get everybody on the same sheet of music, on the, uh, now that the Republicans have a majority, mm-hmm. to impeaching, to vote for impeachment. But in the Senate, it's not going to happen. Now, given a perfect world, if you had a consensus in both houses to impeach President Biden, then he could possibly stand criminal charges for this. Absolutely. Because technically, legally, you cannot indict a president while he sits in office. He has to be impeached first. Okay? And that's another thing I want to point out about uh, police officers. You cannot you can take into protective custody a police officer while while he's under the badge, but you can't charge him until you Take the badge away from him. Same way with the, past, with the president and the vice president. You cannot indict them while they're sitting in office, but you can impeach them.
1: Then you can charge them. Yeah. So <clears throat> there I go clearing my throat again. So this skiff. I
0: got you messed up.
1: <laughs> the skiff on Capitol Hill. Okay. Uh, who who was watching that? Uh, national Archives you know has been alerted and everything and and that's good that I mean that's what we should do but
0: but they don't do anything until after the fact exactly. when you're out of office
1: so there's so many shady characters in the, in this whole story
0: now because my question and you don't you almost touched on it is in the national skiff you can't leave that building with that stuff so who let their guard down or authorized these individuals to leave with this paperwork or with these files
1: yeah somebody had to have turned a blind eye while grandpa joe or whoever was grabbing these documents and and walking out with them somebody obviously was standing there looking the other way not seeing nothing yeah and <coughs> now there's a question for security uh or, or the lack of security yeah
0: accountability
1: accountability um now i will say in pence's defense
0: but we haven't even talked about Pence yet we're still on biden we haven't even mentioned the issue with pence
1: at at least he was like oh yeah my bad i did that yeah but biden again grandpa turned around and "Uh,
0: uh, up here uh
1: so his lawyers did not have the proper clearance to handle any of these documents if i understand correctly from what i was told the counterintelligence department of the fbi is solely responsible for physically collecting up classified documents that are in places they should not be Pin biden location garage uh, house but that's not what happened here. What happened here was the lawyers, Well, not until later. The lawyers who, again, did not have the right clearance, they were basically told, no, go ahead and go collect them. So these same people also turned around after, and I mean the lawyers, basically said, all right, well, we got all these documents. Uh, the search is over. And they still found more documents. Mm-hmm. So the search is not over. Um by literal definition, the search is not over there's there's more stuff, but also why would you how do you know it's over if you're you're continuously stumbling upon all these uh mishandled documents and, and whatnot day after day after day after day you're coming across more and more and more how in the world do you know? That it's done, you yeah. don't know because you don't know how many documents are actually out there. And on a related statement, uh, I've heard more than once by multiple people within the Intel community, this happens more than we, as the general public, are aware of. So that raises an, a, a another red big flag. Red flag. If if we know that that this is going on all the time, almost. How come we haven't looked into tightening up security, making more efficient and stricter protocols for the handling of these documents? Why why haven't we taken any proper measures to reinforce the prevention of this exact situation, especially when it has been happening repeatedly throughout history?
0: Yeah, and, and I can agree to a, a point with what you're saying, but... We currently have laws and regulations in place that are extremely stringent. Mm -hmm. So my point to you would be, why don't we enforce what we currently have? Hold accountable those who do not do the enforcement or that have responsibility for the accountability. Hold them responsible for it. Yes, I get it. Vice President Sleepy Joe took the document. Okay? Bad excuse. You're responsible for that document. You are accountable for that document. Put that document back. If you've got to go take it out of his grubby little uh, varicose vein hand, do so. You have that authority and power vested in you per your office. Now, both of us being military, we've been subject to several uh, uh imposements of regulations concerning classified documents. We deal with them every day mm-hmm. for military operations. If we were to do something like this, it wouldn't take but a matter of minutes after we walked out of the, the skiff with a top secret SCI or uh, forgot to lock up or left on our desk or had on our personal briefcase, a secret document mm-hmm. <clears throat> or an unsecured confidential document, which there are carry rules. where you, I mean, there are rules where we can carry these things out of these containment systems, but they have to be locked. They have to be secured. They have to be monitored. They have to be tracked. You can't just go wondering, you don't take the damn things home.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that might be part of the problem is the allowance of being able to do that.
0: Well, you've got to be able to move around with some of these documents. You can't just rely strictly on having them to skip. Majority of them are not electronic which I understand why, because the, the ability to impinge or to hack into an electronic device, with the exception of skiffs which are air-gapped, um, is prevalent. So I understand why a lot of them are hard-copy documents. Got it. But here, the civilian side of it feels that they are not required to adhere to those standards because they're just as stringent on, excuse me, on the civilian side as they are on the military side. Uh, I mean, could you see if somebody we knew had done that? We'd probably be visiting them in in Leavenworth or some federal prison at this point in time. Absolutely. Um, If they were to come into my house tomorrow and I've got a lot of stuff from the military, Mm -hmm. do I have classified documents? No, I do not. Do I have documents that used to be classified? I've got a couple, but they were declassified. I have the letters for such. But I don't display them either. Now, if they came in here and, oops, I've got a classified document from Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. do I expect to suffer the repercussions? Yeah, I screwed up. I didn't do my due diligence, and oh, guess what? Probably the person that let me get away with them is going to pay the price, too. Just probably just as severe penalties as I would have as having the damn things in my house. So, why are not these people being held responsible and accountable?
1: Well, it's just like what we mentioned at the beginning of the show you know, the definition of a criminal somebody who is aware of these laws or rules or policies, procedures, whatever in place, and intentionally
0: commit a criminal act,
1: uh, disregard those laws and rules and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, So I just, this whole thing just baffles me. And we, as the people, we should, for those of you who are not highly concerned, you should be concerned. There are things, there are, there's information that could compromise national security that supposedly, uh, not being tracked uh, very carefully. So Well, that's obvious.
0: It's sitting next to Sleepy Joe's Corvette.
1: Yeah. Also, he should not be allowed to drive that Corvette. But that's, that's a different story. Did, did
0: you see the ad where he drove the Corvette? No. He- I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, he drove it. That was before the presidential election. It was one of his campaign ads. That was a scary sight. I
1: bet. I, I can only picture you. Can't be on a mountain bike, and now he's driving a Corvette, so.
0: (laughs) Scares me to death.
1: Everything Uh, he does scares me, but.
0: I mean, I've seen how I drive, and I'm 62. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Go ahead. You've got something in your mind to say, and I just got a feeling you're wanting too
1: bad. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it alone this time. This time.
0: This time. Oh, this time.
1: Yes, but I also, in my opinion, uh, the mishandling of classified documents like that should be treated the same as leaking uh, classified information.
0: WikiLeaks. Hmm. Julian Assange. He was he leaked out stuff that was given to him by somebody, and they're trying to treat him like, yeah he just put it out there
1: no matter what position you hold in this country i think everybody wants to to say well you know laws are supposed to be are meant to make it fair for everyone
2: except
0: for our politicians
1: when people are getting passes or going hey don't do that and that's it that law is not fair
0: Mm -hmm. no no and you know not fair and you know People getting passes all the time. We'll talk about that on our, our next segment. Considering Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, which you know you came in this morning as we were discussing the show, and was like, what the hell? Who are these people?
1: Oh, I've gotten to know a little bit about them, and,
0: and not impressive are they? Not at all, and freaking scary.
1: Again, it baffles me how people react to that.
0: Yeah, Well, I, And you and we'll we'll segue into that here shortly. You know, with with Schiff leaking classified information and confidential information to the media and to the public just to, yeah. Anyway, we'll get into that. Um, And Adam, as always, I mean, great research, great um, input on that. Uh, I look forward to hearing more from you about it. I I know your contact is a very close personal contact, so hopefully one day he'll be able to help us out here more in a, a public venue. Uh, I'd I'd love to uh, get a chance to sit down and talk with him.
2: Uh, Because, boy, do I have a question. scares me. Makes me curious. All right. For those of you
0: who who do a lot of support for our first responders and for our military and support all of our fantastic heroes that are out there, uh, and I'll just say right now, no, I'm, I'm not a hero. I just served my country. Uh, Adam, I know he feels the same way. We're not heroes. We just served our country, still serve our country in many ways. But if you want to help some of those out that are less fortunate, they've been injured, they've got things like that, contact the Gary Sinise Foundation. Gary Sinise, even though he didn't serve, he might as well be wearing a uniform just like the rest of you does. He's got an outstanding organization who helps first responders, military personnel, the whole bit, in their greatest times of need. Um, he's got a lot of great things out there. So you get a chance to just Google real quick or look up the Gary, the Gary Sinise Foundation and give them a little uh, word of support. They're great. I'm a member of the foundation. I support them every year. Um I love what he's done. I've met Gary. I've seen Gary in concert when he plays with his Lieutenant Dan band, which is great. Nice. Uh, they're a good band. And I've seen some of the outstanding work firsthand. That the Gary Sinise foundation does. Um, and just one of the, the many things that I have seen personally while in Afghanistan, on my first tour in 2012, we were starting to run short of blood warmers. And just prior to our arrival on station, Gary Sinise Foundation had provided a lot. I don't remember the exact number, but had provided the necessary number of blood warmers in country for our medevac and cash units, which is a combat uh, combat hospital, mm-hmm. provided those blood warmers free of charge for our warriors and our combat wounded over there so they could provide the blood necessary to our troops. Well, that's a year. Me, that's a hero. Yes. He has no requirement whatsoever to do what he did,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but he did it. He did it, and he, you know, he gives shows free for for veterans and warriors out there. It, to me, I, I mean, I wished I could spend five minutes in the shadow of Gary Sinise and do what he's able to do. So, you get a chance to look him up, Gary Sinise Foundation. Show him some love. Show him some some support um getting into our second segment this is gonna be our last segment before we close out um and boy we're running into a heck of a show today uh in fact we're almost
2: uh, yeah we've
0: been on here almost an hour today we've done pretty freaking good yeah uh la- the the first show was what 45 minutes yeah
2: something yeah, like yeah that.
0: we've already exceeded it by six minutes
1: <laughs> record
0: record we love it Ugh. adam schiff and eric swalwell Two Democratic whiny asses, both of them bitching. Okay, what happened with Eric Sw- uh, Swalwell and Adam Schiff? They've been removed from the House Intelligence Committee. Wham. These are the two same idiots that tried to do all kinds of strange things while they were on House and had access to this classified information that m- me and Adam had just talked about previously. <clears throat> Adam Schiff was a big progenitor of the accusations against uh, President Trump, you know, that he had Russian collusion, false. That he had um, undermined, undermined the democratic process, false. Everything that Adam Schiff put out there was either false, a lie, or made up. Oh, they're all the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But yet he was still on the House Intelligence Committee. He was found to have leaked Investigative information and classified information to the mainstream media
1: and lied about
0: it and li- yeah, then lied about it. Um, Eric Swalwell was found out to have had an, ex- an extensive intimate relationship with a woman that has later identified as a Chinese spy. You know, like you, you, her nickname was Fang Fang. So like Adams had told me earlier before the show today, you know, he was bang, bang, Fang Fang. He was having a hell of a good time and thinks that's fine. How, the FBI expressed concerns prior to his original appointment to the House Intelligence Committee as to whether or not this guy really needs to be there. <clears throat> now, unfortunately, the Democrats were in charge or in, in power in the Senate, or excuse me, in the House. And they put him there anyway so how much i mean adam what do you think how much do you think was compromised having these two yahoos in there especially swalwell with having the connections to a,
1: a communist spy well so with Schiff leaking information uh not only leaking information but purposely publicly leaking the wrong and false information and swalwell literally sleeping with the enemy. Mm. Uh, like Ain't Terry, got shit on the movie. Yeah, like Terry <laughs> said, he was bang, bang, fang, fang. And they, they get removed from the uh, Intelligence Committee and turn around and start whining and wondering why.
2: Yeah. What?
1: Well, gee, I wonder. And there's one accusation that the reason uh, McCarthy removed them was so that he can build up his, his strong Republican uh dominated house and that's not the case.
0: Well, it might be a case at some point. i I can give him a little bit of lee on that one. But McCarthy made a very good case of the fact these guys are liars and
1: That's my point.
0: You know they breach security protocol. They allowed classified information to get out. Um Swalwa was involved with bang 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 bang. <laughs> Boy, that, that's getting fun to say.
1: <laughs> I think that's what we should refer to that as the bang bang fang fang.
0: Yeah, the bang bang fang fang theory.
1: And and Schiff got lyria, you know. No,
0: well, well, Schiff is full of shit.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lyria is just nothing but shit and yeah. lies coming out of his mouth. Yeah,
0: and now he's wanting to run for senate.
1: Yeah, that that's a, a totally good idea. Hey guys, I totally lied to the American people and as a representative, yes, and also um, uh, leaked very important information and then turn around and also leaked completely fabricated information. Uh, but I do want to run for Senate. Yeah. Uh, who? It, and maybe I could like come. A good, I- a good idea to.
0: Well, we have to remember where they're from. Both of them are from California.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. It's a beautiful state. Don't get me wrong. And there are some great people out there. Unfortunately, the bad ones are what make up the majority of the ones that you see in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pelosi, Swalwell, Schiff, uh, greasy, gasm, greasy Gavin Newsom, who's the governor? Um, I mean, you've got a plethora of uh, blue dogs up there that are like, all oh, you need to be neutered.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay,
2: and spaded. Especially Swalwell, you know. Yeah, I mean, he was doing bang bang bang. There will get arrested. Yeah, World would come with yours. Uh, happy having everybody spending time with. Thank, thank, thing. Sorry. No, you're not. Fine. Um. That. What happened here? Rose, that's funny. Okay. Well, I mean, and it happens. Yeah, it does happen. That's crazy. Because that's wow. Something shelter there. Yeah. In case they.
0: We're back.
1: It was fing like, it, it Fang. She heard us.
0: Wow, that's and <laughs> they all haven't figured out yet. It, we actually can monitor what's going on on Facebook and YouTube, things like that. Today we have the Facebook page up, and it just went haywire. So I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, I don't know why it was showing just two of my certificates up there on the wall, but me and Adam were nowhere around to be found on that. That uh, particular view.
1: That's saying something. If the screen don't even pick up part of my head. Cause...
0: Yeah, that's a lot of head.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we were just talking about bang bang bang.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: let now let's see if we get back on topic, which um, this could be interesting. <laughs> Trying to get back on topic. Mmm. But anyway, these two idiots got what they deserve. They really did. And they don't need to be on these committees of any type. No. Uh, Another one that they bumped out was this Ilan Omar. Uh, You brought this up to me this morning. I had forgotten about it. But Ilan Omar. And she's whining. Um, Because she got kicked off of the uh, Foreign Affairs Committee.
2: mm -hmm.
0: This is the woman that that espoused anti-Semitic Rhetoric in office on public TV to the American public and could have cared less what Israel had to think about it. She has short of come out playing saying it direct, would like to see the elimination of Israel.
1: She was pushing to boycott Israel.
0: Yeah, I mean what who in her right mind in this country would want to boycott or I mean there's a lot of them out there that probably like to boycott Israel. Most of them most of them are of the Muslim faith. Um, I understand that. To me, that's a radical uh, issue that I'm going to stay away from. I try not to get into that. But do we need that kind of radicalism in our the halls of our Congress?
1: No. Weird. We're supposed to try to, I guess the ultimate goal is to be able to peacefully unify.
0: Yeah, I mean, unify, and if we've got issues with another country, try to work that out. You don't go in there like this twat did. Excuse me, I'm sorry, people don't like that word. But for this idiot to go in there and spout the crap that people have been fighting since World War II, Mm -hmm. uh, have we just opened up our halls of Congress to radicalism?
1: Well, I mean, like you and I were talking about earlier this morning, the the lack of, of thorough background checks on these people.
0: Oh, yeah, George Santos.
1: Yeah. Oops. So I would think, and I'm sure some of you probably think this too, when you're running for any kind of political office of any kind, you would think that there are designated persons
2: to investigate, thoroughly investigate, to include by your views. Even political, I mean, I mean, Santos we mentioned this, and folks, you conservative,
0: not necessarily, but I am. I have a conservative bent, but this Yahoo ran as a Republican and won, and lied about everything. Absolutely, you know, with Democrats, rightfully so, for. Their lies, i.e. Schiff and Swarwell, um, because they've been doing it for decades. But then here we shoot ourselves in the foot by allowing this idiot who's never held a public office. The people believed him, elected him. The Republican Party in New York didn't bother to vet him. And he went on a falsehood.
1: And that's the problem. That is one of the problems, uh, is the lack of vetting these people. You should vet everybody who is even considering running for anything Uh because there's a chance that that person will get selected. And if that's the case, you know, I don't know about you, uh, but for me, if somebody is going to be in a high-ranking position like that, I would love to know that they have been um, checked, like their background has been checked. That way we don't get any of these, you know, dumbass surprises.
0: Exactly. And they just got one. And if they lose him out of the house, which is still a very strong possibility, because right now he's not allowed on any committees. Mm-hmm. If they lose him from the house, they have lost their majority. Because can, I can promise you with that kind of stupid move, the district that he was elected in will turn blue again. And I think that's why the Republicans are trying to hang on to him and protect him. They're going to punish him, but they're not going to let him be removed. Now, I would be very, very restrictive on what that man can do. He's already proven he's a liar
2: mm-hmm. and will pursue it through every public meeting. I'd make working like that. Vote, well, take that away. Because walking around, dude. <laughs> Why? Excuse me. But, you